I heard that our chosen heroes had an emotional breakthrough after that explosive battle in the saloon over in prediction. They are close as they've ever been, and that sure is good news if they are going to defeat that Morgana. I've gotten word that our heroes are gathering their supplies before continuing on their quest. Hello and welcome to Yes and Dragons presents the good, the bad, and the chosen. I am once again your dungeon master, Tori, and with me is the one chosen sound guy, Ari Goldberg. That's me. Fulfilling the prophecy. I've yeah. done it. Born to be king. And also with me in this small hot room uh, hot is room. our cast <laughs> of intrepid adventurers. Uh, cast, go ahead and tell us who you are. Hello, my name is Bianca, and I play Penny Wood Farthing. She is a wood elf, and um, she has just chased after Jace Obsidian. Hi, my name is Anna. I am the titular Jace Obsidian. Um, he is softly crying. <sighs> mm. uh, I am Zephyr. I am a Gideon, and just went through it all emotionally, and I'm recovering. Uh, my name is Ross, and I play Gaia Longhat, a Aragonasi Ranger, level four, who's trying to do his best for his friends, and had a breakthrough moment. He thinks. Yeah, it's crazy because uh, I was like, "Oh, while we're on this journey, like eventually we're going to get to all of your like tragic backstories and like have you process trauma and grow as people." And while we're working on Gideon's, Guile was just like, "What if I had some of that character development <laughs> too?" <laughs> <laughs> um. Which is very fun. Uh, yeah, so when last we saw you all, uh, you had finished combat with uh, Milo's gang. Gideon had a nice long conversation, very overdue, with his father, and they sort of came to an understanding. Jace is still reeling with the repercussions of taking life, um, human life, and you all helped clean up after the destruction that had happened uh, and uh, are starting to bond uh, as a team but you still have some shopping to do before you leave town. So uh, Jace had uh, just run off uh, away from the hands in uh, and was slowly, uh, shortly after followed by Penny while uh, Guile and Gideon wait for them to come back so they can go to Carl Wayne's slightly singed wares and sundries or whatever it's called. So uh, Jace, I assume you're running directly to Chamomile. Of course. Yep. (laughs) Who needs therapy when you have a horse? <laughs> um, so Title of the episode. <laughs> so uh, you run out to where Camomile is, uh, lightly dozing. Mm-hmm. Um, she's kind of bored. She hasn't been doing much. So she's just kind of snoozing in the day. And she kind of jerks awake when you approach, um, looking for Lorne. Um, and you're only uh, there for a few seconds when you hear the sound of Penny chasing after you. <laughs> I hear Jace. the panting. <laughs> I missed that heavy her. breathing. <laughs> Jace, Jace, are you okay? He's like kind of holding on to Penny's mane a little bit. And he's just like, I'm, I'm fine. Jace, it's obvious that you're lying. Look, I know that you're probably feeling a lot because you had to do something really crazy and intense. You had to like kill somebody. And like, I can tell that it's like really weighing on you, but if we really are the chosen ones, that's probably not the last time. 
I don't. I don't know. What that's what <laughs> Yo, badass, dude. <laughs> Bad to, <laughs> Penny's a fucking G. Damn. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Penny's just like, listen, you will kill again. Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I like, just sorry. need you. I just. <laughs> I just need you to be here with us now. I don't think I'm cut out to be the chosen one if I have to go around killing people. I mean, that guy wasn't even doing anything. All of his shots missed. You know, you were just putting in, you were just playing piano or helping that guy play piano. I don't, I don't know if I'm cut out for this. Jeez. I thought I was, but. Stop. Wait. And Penny, um, like, reaches out and puts her hand tentatively, tentatively on Jace's shoulder. And she's like. I saw those wings sprout out of you. You were so scary and so strong. And that's why you're probably the actual chosen one. I think Guile was right at the beginning. I don't know. Maybe we're all meant to come together and create the chosen one. Maybe we're the chosen ones. I don't know. Maybe that's crazy. Maybe that's stupid. But I just... I don't think you're stupid, Penny. What? You need, to, you need to stop calling yourself that. What? <laughs> You're like the moral, the moral heart of this group. Oh my god. I. I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> and so they're like slowly inching towards each other. Oh my god, it's happening. And <laughs> their palms touch. <laughs> We did it in the room and it was too powerful. <laughs> I, was say, I, was like, I wish this was a visual medium just to watch that palm touch and moment. And I both have boyfriends IRL. So I think we fell in love a little bit. <laughs> That's okay. Neither one of them listened to this podcast. It's true. I know for a fact. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, anyways. Um... <laughs> Anyways, Jace is extremely flustered, <laughs> but he's uh, not sad anymore. <laughs> yeah, uh, um, I've, I found even in real life, horny pushes sad right out. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, that's biology. That's why it's like <laughs> one of the, the symptoms intro. of depression. That's it's evolution. Just like meaningless sex. <laughs> like you're just trying to take. Never mind. Hi, Bianca's mom. Fill that hole. <laughs> I mean, I've never done that. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so you guys have this moment of your hands meeting mm-hmm. where you're staring deeply into each other's eyes. At least one of you is probably breathing really heavily. <laughs> Jace is super flustered, so he's going to, um, after a prolonged period of time, just kind of flinch a little and be like, uh, um, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to... No, 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 you're fine, Intrude. you're fine, you're fine, no, 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 come back. <laughs> come back? Give me your hand again. Just. <laughs> and the moment is obviously, like, done. Um. Like, the, the bubble bursts on the moment. But Penny is like trying slowly, just she's grasping at it. <laughs> she wants it back. Maybe we should, um, maybe we should find Kyle. No, 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 no,
Okay, you're um, right. You're right. I just, I guess, I just want you to know that you can talk to me about anything. I, I really appreciate that, Penny. Thank you. And um, Chase does not know what to do, so he's going <laughs> to stare at the ground as he walks towards, back towards the tavern. <laughs> Uh, incredible. Um, my boy is back at the. Oh my god! <laughs> back at the tavern. Um, Sweet, holy shit! But have you guys been talking about anything real, or was this just more bread conversation? Uh, no, I think we moved off from bread. I think it was just kind of a. Uh... So they pluck geese for pillows like every year? Uh, nah. Did that? It's tough because I think. Like geese feathers are common, but uh, I think there are some softer feathers out there. So I think certain birds they uh, they get Ooh. them too. Like other birds, like you ever seen like uh, I think they call them little little finches, little tiny ones. Yeah, like buck. Oh yeah. Oh oh. Uh, buck skedaddle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh shit. Hey and guys. this is a conversation you walk up to, uh, very different from the moment you just shared, which neither one of you are talking about, but both of you are thinking about very intensely. Chase is very flushed, I will say, and just looking at the ground. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, okay, you guys are back. Well, uh, hey, uh, I heard what you said, Jason. Uh, I just want to say I'm, I'm terribly sorry for getting you all, you know, kind of wrapped up in that. I mean, I know there was no way to kind of predict that, but. You know, if it wasn't for, you know, me and dealing with stuff with Milo, then, you know, uh, you wouldn't have had to do what you did, so. No, no. It was my hand on the on the trigger, so it's my responsibility. I'm glad, I'm glad you got closure with your dad. Hey, and I just want you to know that, like, you do keep us safe. Thanks, Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, by the way, uh, Penny, if you don't mind, can you? One of the, the, you know, the guy who was uh, disposed of, he had all this money on him. And can you just count that so we can take that over to <laughs> Carl's shop? Oh, um, yeah. Um, okay. Um, yeah. So Penny counts the money and finds that it is two hundred and fifty fistfuls of dollars. Wow, Gideon, this. This is kind of a lot of money. This Actually, is, you know what? It's 253. I've realized 250 is such a weird round number to have in a money bag. So okay. it's 253. Oh my God. It's, it's even crazier. It's, <laughs> it's like finding french fries at the bottom of the bag. Oh. There's there's 253 fistfuls of dollars in here. Oh, is that a, that a lot? Would I be able to get us them? Uh, how much were them saddlebags we was talking about with the, the, big, the big animal, right? Oh, yeah. how much was those? The giant saddle? I don't remember. We should probably go in there. Mm. Yeah, yeah. he probably has it like in his little book for ordering stuff. Sure. All right. Should we? Do you guys really think the capital is going to take care of all this stuff here? Should we leave this guy some money? Honestly, I don't know. But if we stay here too long and that ain't true, like they might get mad and stuff and we got to get the hell out of here. Let me tell that twice. Okay. So should we leave him some money, Penny? You, um, do tavern people like that? I mean, they probably would, but maybe let's go to the store first, and if we have money left over, we can leave some money for him. All right. Just saddle on up out of here and go next door. But it's really cool that you, like, thought about them. That's really, it's really generous of you, Gideon. I try to give back. <laughs> Ooh. 
Penny kind of like looks at the floor and then um, kind of glances over to where Jace is and then like. Is Jace looking? Jace is looking. He makes, <laughs> he makes no comment, but he's looking. Oh, dip. Penny just kind of looks at the floor and like shakes her head. Um, I, let's let's go. Incredible. So you make your way across. Uh, again, obviously, there is all the sale stuff out front with a sign that said, you say fire sale and that's his dynamite sale. And you make your way in and you see the gentleman you recognize from last night, uh, Mr. Carl Wayne. Uh, and he uh, is still like making some mild repairs to his shop. Um, it doesn't look like anyone's milling about yet, probably because a lot of people had their money stolen. And you see that a lot of the things that he has in his shop, especially towards the front, um, have different levels of like singeing and powder burns and marks on them. A few things are like there's some candles that are all melted down to nubs and uh, and some things with like burn marks on them uh, towards the front of the store, which is more of the cheaper merchandise. Uh, most of the stuff towards the back looks okay. Shit. <laughs> Kyle just like puts his hands in his pockets and uh, tries to not touch anything or be in the way at all. Well, look who decided to show back up. Well, he's promised we come and, uh, you know, uh, make sure we spend our money here. And well, so good, 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 good. Now, as I said yesterday, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm looking to help you. I'm, my brother, my brother Bruce, my brother, uh, God, I have so many brothers. My brother, my brother Bruce, he told me that a band of, uh, of youngins was coming by and uh, to prepare my finest wares. They are now since singed, but here you go. Here's what I've got for sale today. And uh, if you have a coupon, don't forget. Uh, all right, so I've got a blade sharpening kit for 60 fistfuls of dollars. A bag of 100 bullets, all kinds, 60 fistfuls of dollars. A mask that exudes some sort of mystical aura. 40 fistfuls of dollars. Three pounds of snake meat, cooked. 10 fistfuls of dollars. Six beef jerky snack packs, a Carl Wayne specialty, 20 fistfuls of dollars. Two flares, 20 fistfuls of dollars. A stuffed bear that belongs to the mayor's daughter. Free, but you should really give it back to her. <laughs> a map to a trustworthy yet perilous shortcut, 200 fistfuls of dollars. Uh -huh. A counterfeit letter from the mayor of prediction that the authorities will see as justification for an otherwise punishable offense, 300 fistfuls of dollars. That's for sale? <laughs> the, a, to the public? <laughs> a key to the conductor's cabin of the Divination Express. Damn. 600 fistfuls of dollars. Again, to the public? <laughs> <laughs> a coupon for my brother Silas's shop, a few dollars more, and fresh from my brother Bruce, a saddle fit for a cow beast, 440 fistfuls of dollars. Uh, so... How the coupon works is you roll a D100 and figure out what and your... D10. Sorry, a D10 for the... Yeah. Percentage off. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's the percentile one and figure out how much your coupon is worth off. Big money, big money, big money. Ooh, 90% off. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. Great. <laughs> well, I said I was going to help, so I guess oh, I'm going to help. Yo, your brother fucked you, didn't he? <laughs> Damn, how many of these coupons right. is he giving out? So I, I'll br- pull up my calculator because yeah, right. I'm not a math person. Um, uh, let's just do some quick math right now. Well, it's, just if, was there anything you guys were interested in? The saddle, uh, probably. The saddle? Buy the saddle and then just have them keep shipping it because we can't carry that right now. We don't have the cow piece. Well, you have the wagon. Well, we have to put in the wagon. Oh, yeah, okay, we put it in the wagon. Uh, so that's only going to be 44 <laughs> Perfect. Okay, great. Well, that mask, the mask with the aura. How much was that? That was uh, $45. That's going to be $4. <laughs> uh, that's like a spooky mask for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, I'd like the flares, two flares. Two flares, that's 20 fistfuls so of dollars, $2. market price. Two fistfuls of dollars. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Actually, hold on. Do you want me to add up what everything Yes, that's what costs? I was going to do. Okay, yeah. It's 600 plus 200 plus 300 plus 60 plus 60, plus 40, plus 10, plus 20, plus 20, plus uh, 440, plus five for the other coupon, and then uh, there's the free stuff there. (laughs) So that's it. For 176 (laughs) fistfuls of dollars, you can buy the entire inventory of the store. You invented the coupon (laughs) idea. You did this to yourself. Turn it up. Let's do it. Yeah. Well, before, it so before this, I had that key set to five thousand fistfuls of dollars. I'm like, that's too much. <laughs> well, oh well, you <laughs> did this to I yourself. Have... Hey, I'm yeah. not the DM. <laughs> so we are gonna buy everything in the store. That's oh. phenomenal. Yeah. See, I love a good chaos mechanic. This is this is also my fault. Right, can you I really just, yeah. just screenshot the inventory and text it to yeah. us. I, 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 wrote, I wrote it all great. down. Oh, you so did? Okay, yeah, great. I wrote it all down. Yeah. Um, Anna's on top of it. Perfect. So if you guys turn over a hundred. 176 fistfuls of dollars. Okay, I'm going to get it from the bag of money that Gideon found since it was Perfect. bonus money. Just anyways. make sure you note. Uh, you know what? Just. Uh, I, I, I did tell you I would give you something, so I'll knock $6 off. <laughs> he gives us a discount on top of that. I'll make it a flat 170. <laughs> okay. All right, so you, from that bag, you still have 83 fistfuls of dollars left. Okay plus whatever you each individually had before that, and you've now secured the entire inventory of the shop. <laughs> well, don't forget to give that bear back to the I mean, mayor's time. I mean, I said I would buy everything I could. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. Your brother seems to have a sick sense of humor. Yeah, I'm going to have big words with my brother Bruce, giving you a 90% off coupon. And I just gave you a coupon. You know what? Roll for the coupon now for the next shop. Uh, Penny, if 90. you would not, yeah, come on, Let's go, Penny. Because I did, I, I didn't look at what coupon I gave you. I just gave you one. Thirty. Okay, phew. <laughs> <laughs> more reasonable. Because I did have a hundred percent coupon in here. <laughs> <laughs> well, in any case, uh, thanks for all your stuff. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> We'll uh, have a nice day. We'll go across the street, give whatever money's left in that free money bag we got to the bar owner that we blew up. Um, yeah. Incredible. Uh, we'll leave so him was... 83 fistfuls of dollars. Yeah, so uh, you're just going to get rid money. of the, the money that you got off yeah. the dead guy and give it yeah. to the bartender. I'm yeah, going to the... title this one 90% off. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dynamite sale, baby. Yeah. <laughs> well, to be fair, they gave you 170 fistful dollars and also the rest. Of, like, how many sticks of dynamite came in a thing? Was it like seven? It was seven, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, so you got six sticks of dynamite yeah, yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> That's $30 worth of dynamite. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you know, 
you didn't, you didn't do too bad. Oh, I'm not complaining. I think this is great. Uh, very good. After that unbelievably good <laughs> shopping trip, uh, you head back. The tavern owner seems to be starting to slowly get his bearings, although you do notice that he has already started drinking and it is still like before noon. Right. And he thanks you profusely for the money that you've given him. Um, and he puts it into his empty cash register. Um and you have the sneaking suspicion that at least some of that money came out of the register initially. <laughs> <laughs> Considering you got it from the dead guy who robbed him. Sure, oh, sure. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> so you're basically giving his own money back to him. But he is grateful nonetheless because he has not made that connection. And he asks if you'll be staying another night or if you're heading out of town. No, nah, I think we'll be uh, we moving forward. Out, yeah. yeah, we, we got we to gotta get on up north. So... Uh, yeah, we'll be taking off, sir. Excellent. Um, is so Penny, are you the one who's been leading the way as far as navigation? Mm-hmm. Has that been your deal? Yeah. Um, do you want to give me uh, a check? I think it must be history. Um, to see if you have a good idea of your bearings of like where you're going next and what's going on. Okay. Right. History makes more sense for than anything else. Eighteen. 18. Great. So yeah, you have a really firm grasp of your bearings. Um, and you know that you've got, uh, at least a day's ride to the next town, which is divination Springs. It is a little bit smaller and more rural than God. That's a hard word to say, uh, (laughs) than prediction, which is where you are now. It is. Yeah. Just a little bit out there, a little bit more in the wilderness and they are known for the hot Springs that kind of surround the town. Um, so there's a famous spa there um, because there are natural hot springs. Yeah, this is the spa episode. It is also the very last town before you have to decide whether to follow the railroad tracks and go around the desert or cut through the desert, which can be perilous. Well, you did get Do a shortcut. shortcut yeah. Oh, that's right. We got the map to the shortcut. And yeah, and you key, have a guide. And yeah. a key to the conductor's cabin on the train. Sure. Yeah, uh, we can go wherever we want. Which I hope you guys save for a later episode. Mm. Um, anywho, uh, so that's yes. Uh, Divination Springs is the last town that has you following without having to make a decision on the path you're going to take, um, or the last town before you go through the desert. And it, they are known for their spa because of the hot springs that sprung up uh, around that that town. Okay. And like I said, it's at least a day's ride depending on what type of time you make. Can we just, uh, before we leave on our way out, get into like, hey, I guess we really should drop off this bear and we'll go to the mayor's office with anybody who wants to come by and uh, try to deliver the bear. Um, I don't know if there's a, uh, we'll, we'll knock. Yeah, we'll go. Uh, yeah. Uh, sure. Uh, hello, uh, excuse me, we're looking for the mayor. We've got something to return to his daughter. And you see uh, a housekeeper opens the door uh, looking a little frazzled. What? <laughs> oh, uh, good evening. Good morning, ma'am. Uh, uh, I just, we were at the shop. And we found this little bear uh, that we were told belonged to the daughter of the mayor. And uh, we just wanted to give that back to you. And also, uh, is, is the mayor in? Just wanted to have a quick word with him. Oh, good grief. Did you get that at Carl Wayne's shop? Yeah. That nasty man is always stealing her little bear. I don't know. It's like he gets off on it. I really don't know what his problem is. Why would he, why would he steal a child's toy? Do you know how many times he makes people return this? Oh, wait, you, you, this, this is not the first time he's done it? No, it's like the fourth time. I feel like it's like he likes to test people by being like, will you return this bear? But like, 
it's a little girl's toy. She missed it. She was crying. So thank thank you for bringing it back. But like, if you see that Carl Wayne, you tell him that Priscilla wants to have a word with him. I, absolutely, ma'am. I, I am sorry that he's caused you such distress. I thought this was a uh, wow. Uh, you know, I heard someone blew up his shop last night, and I am glad. I hope it's true. Oh, <clears throat> oh, I did that. Oh. oh, you did. And she pulls your face in and kisses you on both cheeks. What just happened? <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on in. I'll get the map. He's just, he's looking into his crystal ball. What? Uh, as a reminder, the uh, entire government system of this kingdom is based on prophecy and divination. So uh, the leaders are usually the people that have foresight. And so that is what the mm-hmm. mayor has mm-hmm. going on. Um so she leads you into like a fairly nice sitting room. Again, it's not nearly as nice as the things you saw in the Capitol or even anything at um, Albert Williamson's house. Um, it's just comfortable. She exits and after a few minutes, um, you actually hear the pitter patter of small feet running around upstairs and the delighted squeals of a young girl reunited with her stuffed bear. <laughs> and uh, after a few more minutes uh, where you're just kind of sitting there looking around awkwardly, a gentleman enters, and he is uh, very clearly a uh, lizard folk, um, and so he's a little bit, uh, a little bit shorter um, than Guile. He's uh, a soft, warm brown, uh, yellowy brown in color, um, and uh, he enters wearing like a very nice suit. He looks around at each of you, kind of takes you in, and I, you, you've had a rough rough couple of days. Those of you that were in the fight, like, Guile, you have some uh, bandages on your hand where they shot you in the pinky. Yep. Um, and a gash on your arm. Mm-hmm. And Gideon, you you took some hits, so you're, you're a little bruised up. You got a black eye. And he just kind of looks at you. He was, um, I was told that you guys wanted to talk to me. Uh, yeah, well, we just uh, wanted to do the kindness of returning this bear uh, that we saw in the shop. We didn't realize it was a whole ordeal, so sorry to bother you. And, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I, uh, I kind of saw that coming. And uh, also, we just wanted to uh, say that um, I, I wanted to let you know that I don't think uh, Milo should be coming through, destroying the town any, any more in the future. We ran into him. We had a conversation. It seems like uh, everything should be all good. So Wait, you, you convinced... Milo Marsh, the Milo Marsh, to leave our town alone? Uh, Is he dead? No, but more or less we uh, came to an understanding. But I just, I thought it'd be, uh, we should tell you up front and uh, so you guys wouldn't have to worry. And then also you can uh, see if you can reach out to the uh, guy. What are, what are those people called again? Get in. The 12 people we saw, or how many people did we Can, see? Uh, council, circle, spies, the circle orb of seers. They uh, see, yeah. in the, they ponder an orb. Mm. Yeah, I think uh, if you reach out to them directly and let them know that the, uh, the, uh, that Guile, Penny, Jason, Gideon came through, they should help uh, fix up the town. Oh, wow. I mean, that's. I, I I don't want to toot my own horn, but I'm pretty good at this, and I did not see any of that coming. Uh, if that's true, that's great. I'll uh, I'll reach out to them. Uh, what'd you say? Hold on. Uh, let me write down. Da- uh, Guile? We need a team name. I feel like 
we we could come up with something about like birthday buddies or chosen folk or <laughs> that won't give away all our coup secrets, but you know, like we could just be like the something gang. <laughs> you birthday know? party. The birthday Ooh. the birthday party. Oh, damn, that's so fucking good. I like I, I, I've <laughs> the never birthday, had a birthday party. party so I, I I like that. Yeah. You do you like that penny? Yeah, yeah, that sounds really cool. All right, the birthday party came through. Help fix our town. Well, but you should probably tell the names because we just came up with a birthday party. They won't of, be aware of this. Will be the first time they hear about <laughs> us referring to ourselves. You know, all as right, Bert, right. Priscilla, can you come in here and help uh, d- take dictation for a telegram? So Priscilla walks back in, and uh, the mayor dictates to her. Dear Circle, stop. (laughs) Received word from Guile, Jace, Gideon, and Penny. Stop. Came through town, are asking for assistance. Stop. Also want you to know they will henceforth be known as the birthday party. Stop. (laughs) Doesn't make a lot of sense, but they seem to be doing good stuff. Stop. Yours truly, the mayor. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Gideon, I think you're a real, you have a real way with words. All right. Well, uh, we're going to get out of here, but uh, you all have a great day. And uh, I hope your bear is no longer stolen. Um, yeah. Oh, it will be. Anytime some new people ride into town, he's all stealing the bear. Well, either way, good luck with your horn. <laughs> and Guy will walk out. Because you said you didn't want to toot your own horn. And he thinks that you have a <laughs> horn on your body. He's not sure. Um, also follow right out. <laughs> incredible. Uh, yeah, so you exit the mayor's home. And uh, you just got to pack up all your stuff and go? Yeah, we'll load up the saddle into the back with the cart and like all of the new gear. Yeah, the wagon is starting to get pretty full because uh, you have a lot of stuff in your inventory now. Mm-hmm. And okay, so I assume that Jace is going to continue riding chamomile. Obviously. And I assume uh, Gideon is going to stay in the wagon. Uh, well, uh, Jace, now uh, this might not be the same time, but I do remember you said you would uh, help teaching with a uh, horse riding. So if you don't mind, I'd like to ride up here with you today. Oh, of course. We have another horse, right? We have two horses, the wagon and the other So there, horse. there's four horses total. Two were pulling the wagon, mm-hmm. and Penny was riding on one, and you were riding on the other. Mm-hmm. But like you can do any yep. configuration <laughs> of Penny that. will ride in the wagon with Guile. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I assume the horse is already tacked, but I will um, show the reins and show how to get up on the saddle, how to hoist your feet and post and stuff. Okay. Gideon, can you make me an animal handling check? And uh, with Jace's instruction, Jace, I'm going to have you roll a d4, and he can add whatever you get to his roll. Three. All right. It's going to be a 17. You are riding a horse, (laughs) uh, and, and no one looking would be able to tell that you had not done this a lot previously or that you were not comfortable doing it. This makes Jace much happier. He's really happy. <laughs> now, are, you, are you sure I'm not hurting the horse? I'm, I'm not a small fella, but... No, no, no. The horse horses like working, and um, she'll let you know if she's upset. Okay. And then Gideon will just kind of awkwardly pet the mane and just be like, all right, I guess we'll sally forth. Hey, Penny, look at this goofy mask. And he puts on the mask with the aura. 
And that's where we're going to call it for today. (laughs) (laughs) We'll find out what that mask does next time on The Good, The Bad, and The Chosen. Oh, my God. This episode brought to you by Carl Wayne's Lightly Singed Fine Wares and Sundries. See you next time. Featuring Ross Magnant as Guy Longhead. Anna O.D. as Jacob Sidian, Zephyr Wright as Gideon Marsh, Bianca Carrasco as Penny Woodfarthing, Tori Dowd as your trusty dungeon master, Ari Goldberg as the lovely and talented sound person. Sound design and editing by Mike Crockett of Crackpot Podcast Production. Production assistance by Ed McCabe. Logo designed by Ari Goldberg. Theme song and additional music by Nathan Cowper. Narration by Kelly Moon. Oh, wait, that's me. (laughs) Recorded at Improv Asylum in Boston, Massachusetts, a part of the Asylum Podcast Network.